Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. My name is Scott. With me, as always, is my main man, Mike. This is Craft Brood Sports. Mike, let's tap this keg of sports knowledge. You pump out pour. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, man? It's going. You had a good radio voice there, kicking that show off. Hey, you know, I've been working on it. I've been practicing. That's why I sat on the sidelines with the intro the last couple of weeks. I was working on it. I mean, you came out strong with that <laughs> that radio voice. Well, thanks. <laughs> How's your week been, man? Pretty good. Solid. Good sports week? Uh, it didn't start off so good. No? And then, you know, it's ended up pretty well. <laughs> we talked earlier in the week how there was not a lot going on. And then it just all came flooding in within the last... Less than 24 hours. I'm telling you, man, you don't have to worry about the the universe takes care of our show. Yes, it does. I I don't know why I had a little bit of uh, doubt there. Yeah, no, it all comes together. And even if it doesn't, we'd be like, "Eh, fuck it. We'll 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 get drunk and have another drunk. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We'd be like, well, no upper deck this week. We've been drinking. (laughs) (laughs) We got the out. We got a a perpetual out there, man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Hey, week three. Week three. This is the one we've been waiting for. Yes. Uh, For those of you that have not been listening, catch up. But uh, for right now. (laughs) Oh, this has been so good. There's that dance party. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I I thought when we did the uh, pumpkin beers, that was this has been it's been a good series. So, oh, man, the, the whole theme uh, has not disappointed with these more. I'm Kombat not going to lie. I'm liking this flow of like, all right, we'll do multiple weeks with like the yeah. same sort of series of beers. and Yeah, it gets kind of, you know, we were running out of beer Yeah, it was just choices. like randomly like, going to the store and being like, what haven't we had yet? Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, there's billions of beers out there, but it's tough to narrow down when you're not really like, well, what do we want? Like, you're just right. kind of staring at the shelves forever. But I <laughs> love that we did the did the pumpkin beer tournament. Now we did the series oh. with the MK beers, and these have all delivered. We are on the final one with the Scorpion S- Imperial So Stout. much to live up to for Scorpion. Yes, this so had so much. much pressure after the first two. Raiden knocked it out of the park. Sub-Zero, one of the best IPAs I've ever had. Yeah. I can't speak for Mike, but one of the best I've ever had. And so the pressure was definitely on coming into this Imperial Stout finale. And not only that, we're both dark beer fans. Yes. We both like, we, we have a preference for darker beer and stouts and porters. So this one, right off the bat, we were like, that's probably going to be the one we like. Let's well, save that for the end. And again, when I purchased these and I told Mike, hey, I found them, I remember I only originally picked this one up thinking... 
after reading the description and it having, you know, the most popular Mortal Kombat character of Scorpion on it, that it was going to be the best one. And it's like, oh, Imperial Stout. But it says, you know, a dangerously drinkable Imperial Stout, fire and ice in a glass, the fiery Southwest chilies and cooling Madagascar vanilla bean poured nicely with the erotic notes produced by a magical yeast strain. It sounded just so good. Like, everything about that description made me want to have it right then. Here's what's, here's what's crazy, and this is what I'm, I'm most excited about with this beer. So most porters, a lot of porters have, like, vanilla into it or, like, coffee flavor or something like that. So it's not abnormal to have that vanilla, but that chili, that's interesting. Yes. That's an interesting little take, and I get it because Scorpion shoots fire. out the fire, yes. and that's a good way to tie it all in, but... Man, so we've now had a little bit of these uh, to start off the show. So far, it's fucking delicious. And and the chili, you can definitely feel that Just bite a, on the a back kick end. At the end. Yes. Yep, a <laughs> kick at the end. Just a little bit. Just enough that you're just like, wow, that's that's got something there. Yeah. But the, the flavor from the start of it is so smooth. So good. If this holds up, man, this could end up being my favorite beer that we've had. On the show? On the show. Ooh. On the show. Wow. Yeah, I can't say it a lot. We've had a shitload of beers. Yeah. And a shitload of good beers. No, we have. This is... But I'm just, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, that, we've had a lot of beers and not too many. We've had a lot more consumes than we have cans. Yeah, we, but we rarely Even can. among the uh, consumes, that's still saying a lot because we've had some really good ones. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I just got a little bit of kick, too. This, <laughs> as I, I got to be careful because I always like... stings the nostrils. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always like take a sip when you're talking and then... All of a sudden, this time around, it was like, ooh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Swallow a little fire on that one. <laughs> uh, but yes, so we are we are pounding this Imperial Stout. 8% for those of you keeping track at home. So an- another heavy hitter in this series. Although it did go back. Cause yeah, we it had, did. Eight. What did we start with? 11, then 11 and a half, and now to 8. No, so it was 8, 8 and a half, and then 8. Oh, was Raiden yeah. only 8? Oh, okay. Yeah, for Raiden was 8, was and then um, Sub-Zero was 8 and a half. Wow, where the hell did I get 11 from? You're thinking of next the oh. next couple beers coming <laughs> up. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jumping the gun. Teaser excited. alert. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so far, so fucking good. Uh, you know what I think of every time I take a little sip of this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing like Ed Boone popping out of the corner of the TV when you hit that fire. Fire fatality. Every sip, I'm like, ooh. Toasty. <laughs> but we said it's more like tasty <laughs> to get extra lame. I love it. You want to pay some bills, man? Yes, sir. All right, let's pay some bills. All right, we're going to get into Upper Deck. As always, everybody, Upper Deck is brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Brood Sports, you guys can test out Audible service for a free 30-day trial offer that includes a free audiobook download. There's no strings attached. Even if you cancel your trial within the 30 days, you still keep the audiobook. So you help us out, you get a free audiobook. It's win-win. This week, we recommend The Ultimate History of Video Games by Stephen Kent. Inspired by our Mortal Kombat theme. Yes, sir. And all you have to do to get your free 30-day Audible trial and free Audible book is head on over to audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports, or you can head on over to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click the Audible trial link. All right, getting into your first story of the week. Big news, Browns fans. 
RG3 has been cleared to practice. Oh, he, shit. I thought you were going to say they won a game. <laughs> no, no. Come on. Let's not get crazy. Whoa, no. Uh, but he's been cleared to practice and could be back with the Browns as early as the 27th against the Giants. And if not then, they have a bye week after that before they play the Bengals on December 11th. So RG3 could make his return for that Bengals game. <laughs> and I'm sure that scares the Bengals. <laughs> well, I mean, it, we talked about it last week. It should scare the Bengals. Like, that, that was one of the games that we were like, uh-oh, Cincinnati could be the one. And how if you em- got RG3... How embarrassing would that be? Like, <laughs> if that's RG3's first game back, and, <laughs> and it's he gets one of his dub. first first full games with the Browns, and he wins Ugh. against Cincinnati? Man. That would hurt. I hope he comes Shit. back against New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but did you hear that, Scott? I don't know if you heard that over a second. That's the sound of hopes getting high in the four four zero. That could be first win right around the corner. Uh, or do you think uh, RG3 comes back and then gets hurt in the first series again? Goes high probability. Air, right? It's high probability that at he least. gets hurt. Um, bonus story here. Uh, people always want to know if the best college team could beat the worst NFL team. This time, Paul Feinbaum, who reports on the SEC, he he went to the expert and he asked a Vegas handicapper, Danny Sheridan, about it. He asked what the line would be if the Browns were to play Alabama this year. Danny Sheridan put the line at Cleveland minus 27. So there you go, Browns fans. Enjoy the fact that uh, <laughs> even if you're having a rough year, Vegas still thinks you'll beat the fuck out of Bama. I think that's, uh, I mean, rightfully so. No, I think it's dumb, but I, I don't know if I'd put it at 27. That's a lot of points. Uh, yeah, but No, no, no. I'm not one of those people that actually believes that a college team has any business on the same field as a professional team. It's men against boys, and I understand all that, but 27 is just a lot. Like, a lot. I, I don't think it's that crazy when you think about how how big Cleveland's defensive line and how fast they are compared to Alabama. They Alabama would go three and out almost every series. Yeah, no, I have a feeling I would be eating my words quickly into the game. I'd be more surprised if Alabama scored in the game than I would at I'd Cleveland. Say I could see them scoring. I'd be more surprised if they scored than I would be with Cleveland winning by 28 points. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can't really argue with that. I mean, uh, that's fair. Uh, RG3, he's back. I'm All righty, <laughs> yay. And speaking of starting QBs on shitty teams, uh, Jared Goff. <laughs> Anybody remember him? Yeah, he was the first overall pick back in the uh, draft, you know, way back in May. Well, he's uh, supposedly going to start this week for the Rams because they feel like this week's the right time. They've been holding back, saying they weren't. he wasn't ready. They're going to wait till the right time. They've sucked balls most of this year, <laughs> and apparently now is the right time when they're going to face the Miami Dolphins this Sunday. Uh, Mike, why the hell now? I, there's no reason for it. Like, <laughs> I, it's I don't arbitrary get, as fuck. I, I don't get why these teams, like, clearly your season is lost. So I guess you're like, oh, let's get them experience now, but why? Why even risk injury at this point? Like, your season's done. You're, you're terrible. Just deal with it. Well, and it's hard for me to believe that all of a sudden the light switch went off and they're like, yep, you know, not this week, he's ready. He's got it. You might as well just wrap, like you said, finish the season out with who you got. I mean, if somebody, if he were pressed into duty, you know, guys in front of him get injured and it's clear, then fine, right? whatever. You know, he's a player on the roster, so use him. I'm not saying they should go out and get sign another quarterback to avoid using him at all, but at this point, I just don't understand why. Right. I mean, that nothing got better no. for them all of a sudden. The offensive line is still for shit. I guess the only the only thinking I can kind of get behind here is 
we know that rookie quarterbacks have a tough time their first year. Like they always struggle in their first year. There's exceptions to that rule, obviously. So maybe it's, all right, look, we suck this year. We don't want to go through a shitty year next year with him trying to get caught up. So let's just throw him in now, get some experience out of it. And then next year he's half a seemingly good to go. Well, it's a lose lose to me because you've got, you know, Dak Prescott playing well this year. Right. You've got Carson Wentz, who started off pretty well. But, you know, for the most part, Philadelphia feels like, all right, we're good to go here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. And you've had other guys the last few years that have made made this tough because it used to be Aaron Rodgers of the world. You sit for a few years. Yeah. Now, comparing the situation is tough because they had Brett Favre, who was a Hall of Famer, versus, you know, some bums off the street out there in L.A., (laughs) So who I, is I mean, out there in LA right now? Oh, God, it, I'm blanking on uh, it, it, Case Keenum. Case Keenum is their damn starter. All right, I guess I understand why you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, so it, it's not comparable in the sense that okay, well, he was sitting behind Brett Favre, but at the same time, there wasn't. You know, when we were growing up, it was just normal. Yeah. These guys got drafted, and then and it was then like ma- it was like Major League Baseball. You didn't hear from them right. for two or three <laughs> years because they were you know perfecting their craft. So, but the way things are now, it's a you know show me what you got. And when other guys are succeeding seemingly right away, it's tough to see you know the number one overall pick who's supposedly better than all these guys that are performing this year sitting there. So, how do you think it's gonna go though? <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. <laughs> it's gonna it's be, gonna be so wreck. bad. Total it's dumpster <laughs> fire. I mean, here's the thing like Dak Prescott is doing well because he's got an amazing offensive line yeah like Wentz is doing well because he's got the team around him Goff doesn't have shit around like he he's doesn't. fucked that team he is, is awful. set up for failure he that's exactly it's, it's the him same and Todd reason. Gurley <laughs> it's the, I mean but it's the same reason why like all these Browns quarterbacks that they draft fail it's because always, they don't yeah. have the supporting pieces around them so I I just I don't know. I don't. I don't understand the thinking of like drafting a quarterback and be like, "This is it. This is our guy. This is the one." Like, build up the rest of the team first, and then and then get that centerpiece quarterback. Yeah, easier uh, said than done, but hey, definitely. Well, good I mean, luck, Jared. That's why I'm fucking here, and not a GM for an NFL team. <laughs> also rooting against you your whole career because you're in the same division <laughs> as my team. Uh, moving on to UFC, our boy Conor McGregor. He, uh, he pulled it out at UFC 205. Oh, he pulled it out all right. Which, by the way... Not just the W. I got to watch... Uh I got to watch the the fight on Facebook Live, which is now my favorite invention. I used to hate those goddamn notifications every time. I was like, so and so is live. Oh like, you, yeah, fuck you. But now you can just like click anywhere in the world and see what people are streaming. And I watched from somebody was streaming from a bar in Dublin. Oh, nice. And I got to hear crazy Irish motherfuckers go nuts. With <laughs> like, keep it up, corner. Keep it up. I was like, yeah, fucking get him. Uh, but anyways, Nate Diaz, he was in attendance, but apparently he didn't even get tickets to the fight from UFC and instead he had to bum a ticket from his friends who had a luxury box Diaz clearly still has ill will towards Connor there were tons of good quotes in the article uh, that we saw on Fox Sports but uh, one of the things he was talking about how Connor isn't the best ever and that talk that Connor McGregor is the best ever needs to stop Uh, he also says pretty much that the third fight against McGregor would be the only thing that would bring him back to the UFC. At this point, he has no reason to come back to fighting. He's pretty much done with MMA, and the only way that he'd come back is the payday that McGregor would would bring about. Eh. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, thanks, Nate Diaz. I mean, 
Was anybody? I mean, is anybody really clamoring for that? To be honest with you, though, I yeah, because you got to finish out that trilogy. I think fans want to see. Oh, that's right. For some reason, I was thinking they already fought three times. No, they've they, only fought they, twice. They, okay, all right. Well, and never mind. And the okay. second one, McGregor won, but everybody says that Diaz should have won the decision. Yeah, no, okay, I'm sorry. That's my mistake. I was thinking that they had fought three times, so I'm like, well, what's what does anybody give a shit about a fourth fight? Oh, so, okay, there is the draw of seeing the, the third chapter, yeah. and it's the, the rubber match. The rubber match, so. exactly. He did, Diaz did say that uh, after the fight, everybody like turned around and looked at him up in the box, and he's like, it's not my call. These guys are hiding me up here. I think they gave Nick Jonas my seat. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty fucking good. Uh, so there you go, everybody. If you want to see Nate Diaz fight again, it's pretty much only going to be against Conor McGregor. Well, I'm guessing Conor doesn't give a fook. Uh, he he's got some big off. Irish <laughs> balls that Nate Diaz can suck on. So there's uh, that. But maybe Nate should have taken a page out of these Irish superfans playbooks. Two dudes went to Madison Square Garden before the fight, took pictures of the press coming in and out, and then they went and photoshopped their own fake press credentials. And it fucking worked. <laughs> these dudes were in the garden, like in the press room, with they just had like a camera that they brought and their fake badges and they got to see the fight in Madison Square Garden. On a serious note, that's a fucking catastrophe. Because you know what all these giant gigantic sports outings where they're worried they heighten security and do yeah. all this because they're worried about terrorist attacks. Right. These assholes just photoshopped a <laughs> damn press pass <laughs> yeah. and got into the event. Thank God they were only interested in seeing the event. Yeah. Good God, knowing that I'm from the Taliban, I'm like, oh, shoot, let's do oh, this. Does anybody know how to download Photoshop? <laughs> no. Forget these high-tech bombs and these no. underwear bombs <laughs> we're creating. All we need is a, a printer and a computer program. Anybody got some laminating sheets? We got- what the fuck? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Do we have some lanyards laying around? <laughs> we need lanyards. Damn it. But on the flip side... Awesome Props to these dudes. That's awesome. cool as hell. Yes. I was I would love to have the Good for balls them. to do something like that. I'd, I'd be, be so nervous. I'd be scared to death. Yeah. They they would see me coming a mile away. They'd be like, that's a fake pass. It'd be like when I was trying to get into bars when I wasn't twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> you look nervous as shit. You ain't supposed to be here. <laughs> no, no, man, it's I'm, I'm for real. That's me. I'm forty two. Forty two. Says Mc McLovin. That's your fucking fake name. It's a made up fucking name. That was me in college, but look like an dudes... R- Irish R and B singer. <laughs> yeah, that, that's me. I'm totally McLovin. Look at the red hair. Oh shit! Hats, hats off to you, fellas. Good work. Yeah, that's awesome. We salute you for that. Um, in beer news, uh, shout out to Alex Vildev on this one. Since the 1970s, Labatt. Um, has been giving their former employees free beer for life upon retirement. That's which a is great plan. Awesome. What a retirement plan. Uh, well, that's no longer the case. So don't anybody go sign up to work for Labette. Because <laughs> as of this week, the Anheuser-Busch InBev-owned company announced that they're cutting the program. And of course, just like all big companies and Fortune 500s out there, uh, they use the old tried and true excuse of... Rising healthcare costs and other retired benefits, and the company provided that as the reason that they could no longer afford this. Thanks, Obama. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate fuck you. Um, 
you know, it's not like Labette's the best beer in the world. It, it's a pretty good beer, though. It's solid. I, I do it's enjoy a good Labette. Yeah. You know, every now and then, I, I'd much rather drink Labette than Bud Light. Yeah. Oh, so, absolutely. You know, it's got that going for it. But what a shitty thing to do. I mean, imagine if you've been working there for a long-ass time. I don't, I'm not suggesting that anybody's sitting there like, man... You know, I only got this job so that someday, someday, I could have a lifetime supply <laughs> of Labatt. Like, just paying the bills, living check to check, but someday it's all going to be worth it. One day, man. Just and wait. Like, but imagine. I'm going sw- to fill up my swimming pool with this shit. I don't even care. <laughs> imagine, though, there's probably guys who are set to retire within the next few weeks, whatever, you know, end of the year. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're just cut off like, wait, what? Yeah. You mean you cut the program like now? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Sons of bitches. Yeah, it's like when high schools like decide like one class before you're graduating that whatever cool perk the seniors is. Yeah, they're no longer going to do that. We're not doing prom next year. It's like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) I went four years with this shit. (laughs) Come on. But yeah. that's bullshit. But this is just another reason to say, fuck Anheuser-Busch. Right? That's what I thought of when I read that. I was like, asshole douchebags. Big wig, top of the line, just generic ass conglomerate brewery. Yeah, fuck them. Oh, we can't can't take care of our former employees, but we got this self-driving truck. You fucking dickheads. (laughs) Well, and we make billions of dollars, and uh, let's go spend some of it on, you know, Super Bowl advertising next year. But nah, we're not going to take care of our employees. So Especially long-time ones, like... I get the guys who showed up at Labette yesterday and they're like, hey, you're not getting free beer. <laughs> but man, I feel like there should be some people grandfathered yeah, in on exactly. this thing. Oh, you've got you've got 20 years of service in? <laughs> sorry. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well. <laughs> That's terrible. Fuck you, Anheuser-Busch, you pieces of shit. The worst. Uh, moving on. This is a weird story. The, uh, the Miami Marlins AAA affiliate team. They've rebranded themselves, and we've seen this a lot, especially at like the the lower levels in the pros. The, these teams tend to kind of do something weird, like Akron. They used to be the Akron Arrows, and now they're the Akron Rubber Ducks, which was like a weird. <laughs> I didn't fucking know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, they changed to the Akron what? Rubber Ducks. Are they Double A? Uh, I think they're Double A. Yeah. Jesus man. No, I and you see, you do. You're right. You do see a lot of like gimmicky stuff on the minor league level, and a lot of times they'll do this. For like a day or a game or a series or yeah, something. Yeah, not this team, though. Jeez. This team has gone all in, feet first, right into the rebranding. The uh, the New Orleans Zephyrs, that's what they were before. Which is already weird. Kind of a weird one, yeah. <laughs> uh, they will now, from, from now on, be known as the New Orleans Baby Cakes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Trade me. Go back to Zephyrs. <laughs> Don't want to be part of the Marlins organization. I call my, my I'd call my uh, agent immediately. <laughs> so, I need to be traded. I'm going to be a baby cake tomorrow. <laughs> this can't happen. What's up, baby cakes? Uh, so the Jeez. name the name is a tribute to a Mardi Gras tradition of finding the baby in the king cake, which is like some weird thing. They bake a cake and there's like a yeah, little that's certain Mardi Gras. Yeah, they and do if that, which I only the, found out found that out about last year. Like, I like oh, heard really? the whole thing because the, they brought it and then the thing. And I was like, what the hell is with this cake mm-hmm. every year? And it's like, oh, there's this little plastic baby Jesus in somewhere. And you're yeah, supposed and to have you, good luck. And if you, you choke if, on I it. I was going to say, <laughs> if you choke on it, I was like, aren't you going to die from yeah. this thing? Yeah, well, that's the first sign of good luck is if you make it out without choking <laughs> and dying. <laughs> How'd he die? Well, he was eating cake and baby he found, Jesus choked him He found him to the death. king baby cake thing and now he's fucking dead. Uh, <laughs> but, so that's that's the what they're 
paying homage to. So weird. But I got to see the color schemes and the logo. That's what I need to see. They, I mean, they rebranded. They they have the the uniforms. Um, they probably look see awful. If, probably. I mean, you're going after. I'm guessing the they have purple, cakes. green, and yellow involved because that's the well, color of, of like. Course. That's Mardi Gras. That's no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they, that's the color. So if they're gonna go all in with it, then you know they are purple, green, yellow, and and I guess it's like a bluish purple. Nah, uh, but yeah. Uh, one of the jerseys says uh, Nola on the front. <laughs> of course. One just says Cakes. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> cakes. Oh, shit. But their their logo is like a baby busting out of a cake with a crown on. That's swinging weird. a bat. It's the fucking weirdest thing I've ever seen. Can't wait till Mike Stanton has to do a rehab assignment. It's <laughs> <in> triple A. <laughs> and they're like, we're sending it down to the baby cakes. What the fuck? <laughs> I ain't going to the baby cakes. No, I'm in a double A. He doesn't give a shit. In double He's like, a. I'm making 325 mil. What do I care? I'll be a baby cake. That's such a weird... Why are you going to name yourself after like something <sighs> a, a douchebag calls his girlfriend? <laughs> That's a real unique one. <laughs> and speaking of jerseys, word of advice, if you're purchasing a customized jerseys, one, make sure it's not a baby cakes jersey. That would be lame. <laughs> and two, make sure that you actually customize it. You know when you're online and there's that section in there that says your name here? Make sure you <laughs> fill it out because a Dallas Stars fan ordered two jerseys and never deleted out the default info that pops in there. So guess what? A few days after ordering his custom jerseys, two jerseys showed up, both with <laughs> number double zero and both with your name on the nameplate. Unfucking real. How dumb some people are. And and those customizable jerseys, guess what? No refunds. No, folks. absolutely not. Yeah. No refunds. Because they even tell you like three times, like double check the spelling. Double check the spelling. <laughs> Did you spell shit right? Are you sure you spelled that there right? There are no refunds. Is that on really this. your note? Check your name. It doesn't really look like uh, you spelled that right. Doesn't match the credit card. Are you sure? And then it's like, no, I fuck, I spelled my name right. The best is when it came in. Guys, looking at. Uh, your name? Well, fuck it. I, you know what? I just—I'm just here to print off. I'm just stitch it, send it to the printer. Fuck it. Yeah. How do they not? Like oh they don't—they don't contact. Yeah, person. nope, they don't. That's—that's that's great, actually. I appreciate the Dallas Stars for that. Yeah. If I, if the story had come out prior to the season starting, they might be my team just because of you this. You know what though? I, you, they got to get so many fucking weird things that yeah, they probably are just like whatever, fucking print it. Yeah. Do no, it. I, I like imagine many, that you see all kinds of crazy. How shit. many Harambe jerseys do you think there are well, floating around? Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> not enough is the answer to that question. But again. If you see that somebody wanted to customize a Harambe jersey, I guess it's not too far of a stretch to think that somebody was like, oh, how funny would it be if I had a jersey that said your name? Yeah, on the and, back. Then, and then when people are like, whose jersey is that? I'll be like, yours, because huh? it's got your name yeah, on it. It's your, it's your mom's. Ah! <laughs> but wow, what a dumb fuck. Oh my god, so stupid. This has been Upper Deck brought to you as always by Audible.com and by dumb fans everywhere. <laughs> baby cakes. The baby cakes. Jesus, man. I, I want to go to a baby cakes game. I want to see them. I do. Just to, I just, I got to know that. Uh, first of all, what's that mascot look like? I want that jersey that says cakes across the <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Cakes. They've got, I, I mean, 
the, you've seen that New Orleans like king baby mascot that pops up at at Pelicans games, right? It's like no. terrifying. No. It's the creepiest looking fucking thing I've ever seen. And I just want that to be a mascot. Of, is that is that what Anthony Davis should use that as his personal assistant? <laughs> it doesn't look enough like. Him. No, that's fine. It doesn't need to. Just amend amend the uh, resume. Just uh, oh, you, you're my assistant. <laughs> All right, man. Lots we got to get to in this episode. So this is much. a a chock full episode. Let's start off college football playoffs. It's been some big news this week because last weekend there was a bunch of shit that went down. You had a lot of teams lose. Clemson lost. Wisconsin lost. Washington lost. You jinxed them just a week too early, man. I did. But you said a lot of teams lose. Every weekend a lot of teams lose. A lot of teams in the top five lost. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. You know exactly what I meant. Who gives a shit about Half the teams in college football lose every week, man. You're such a dick. I'm gonna argue that point. No, they don't because there's I people know, that are off. Weeks. Yeah, yeah, so it's I not knew, half the team. As soon as I said <laughs> it, I was like, well, "That is gonna go back." <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, anyways, uh, so new top four: Alabama comes in at number one, Ohio State at number two, Michigan at number three, Clemson at number four, and then rounding out the top ten, you've got Louisville, Washington, Wisconsin, Penn State, Oklahoma, Colorado. We're sitting here as we record this. We're a day early, so we're on Thursday night, and Louisville is currently getting their shit kicked in. So everybody who immediately started whining as soon yep. as the rankings came out that, oh my God, it's such a travesty that Michigan is still in there, and Louisville's sitting there at five. And guess what? This as is I've why. been saying, yeah, well, it's not only that. As I've been saying, all the shit plays out. Yep. So all these rankings mean absolutely nothing until the final rankings come out. And then if you want to bitch, bitch. But all of these in between, where, you know, the committee's just doing things, it doesn't matter. And even if Louisville had won this game tonight, it wouldn't matter because, again, Ohio State and Michigan, the way things are, aren't going to line up now, not after Michigan losing. So it doesn't matter what it looks like now. Dude, you and you make a great point because on the flip side of that, uh, Ohio State fans are super pumped that they're number two now after their loss to Penn State. And it's like, hey, we're number two. We're right back in this. And they don't control their own destiny anymore. Which is crazy. Michigan losing to Iowa fucked over Ohio State. How much do you hate a rival that you lose and fuck them over? Like It didn't didn't fuck over Michigan that much at all because if Michigan wins out, they beat Ohio State, and based on the Big Ten tiebreakers, they go on to the Big Ten championship game. So Michigan still controls their own destiny. Ohio State, by Michigan losing, Ohio State now needs Penn State to lose to either Rutgers or Michigan State. Harbaugh's crazy enough that he might have known that. <laughs> they only lost by a point, and maybe somewhere in that he's like, he's like, uh, guys, if we lose... <laughs> We could actually fuck Ohio State in the process, and it won't matter to us at all. Yeah. So that's, but I, uh, to your point, that's a really, it's going to be really interesting how this all plays out because this ranking, yes, Ohio State is number two right now, but they could get jumped really easily. Even if they win out, they could get jumped by Penn State or Wisconsin who play in that Big Ten title game. That would be hilarious to me, though, if after all of this, Ohio State and Michigan don't even play in the Big Ten title game. That's the funniest thing. It's very thing. possible. It is. It's yeah. funny to me, though, that all everybody's been talking about is those two, and it could come down to the fact that they're not even playing in the title game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think what would make it really funny is just seeing the hatred on Ohio State fans' faces because they were loving the fact that Michigan lost. Yeah, they they were did, because they didn't calculate it. what it actually Yeah, and then in it the all sunk picture. in, and they're like, oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you, motherfuckers. you couldn't even win, you <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's where Ohio State's at. I don't know if they're going to get jumped or not. I mean, Ohio State has a great resume, so even if 
Mich- even if Penn State doesn't lose along the way and it's Penn State and Wisconsin, Ohio State has beaten, they beat Wisconsin. They beat Oklahoma, who's back in the top 10. Uh, they would have a win over Michigan, who's in the top 10. They've got a great resume, so it's tough to keep them out. But how much weight is going to be put on that uh, that divi- or that conference championship? That's the big question. But I think it would be hard to argue Penn State not being in there when they beat Ohio State. Exactly. And if they win the conference championship and had beat Ohio State, then I think the committee, the committee is actually hoping that that doesn't happen because then they're sitting there like, well, what the fuck? Because that's a big question mark. I don't know how you answer it. It would be tough to keep out Ohio State, which I still think is probably, you know, second or third best team in the country. Yeah. You know, depending on how you look at it or whatever. But when they lost to Penn State, I mean, you can't you can't sit there and say, yeah, okay, well, that, that means absolutely nothing, even though you have the Big Ten Championship and you beat that team, but you're not in the playoffs. Right. Like, sorry, <laughs> right. you got to sit exactly. Like, that, that'd be a shitty, really awful pill to swallow and then i could understand where people are having issues but the andy spielmans of the world need to take a chill pill (laughs) shut the fuck up and let things play out until you start flipping your shit but again like i've mentioned before i'm telling you man it's gonna eventually go this way because that's just it needs to be eight because you need to have the five conference champions and and then three at large and everything would be fine and i know people say and again, I understand that no matter how many teams you have, there's always going to be those last couple that are bitching about it. But if you really look at it, and especially this year, if you just took the top eight teams, I don't know that the the bottom two underneath those, the nine and ten teams, could really have much of an argument. They they just couldn't because they'd have two or three losses in shitty situations. And I just think if we took the top eight teams right now, who wouldn't want to see them play? Yeah, so I think you're right on that. And I've okay, so we'll we'll preface this and we'll go back for those of you that don't know. I've always been against uh, playoffs in college football. I was one of the last holdouts that was like, no way. I like the bowl Just system. Just like my buddy Spielman. Yeah, he I, still argues against it. <laughs> I am. I have come around to it now because I've seen that it is exciting. There's things that still need to be worked out. I hate this bullshit about keeping the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. Like, give me my semifinals on New Year's Day. Don't, yeah. Don't make me watch a semifinal game on New Year's Eve. That's yeah, some stupid there, bullshit. There's some semantics that need to get fixed. Yeah. So I I'm totally fine with uh, with the playoff system in general. I was also against eight because I was like, no, but I'm coming around to that line of thinking that eight and is, eight is right where number. I'll stop. Eight is where I, you know, I, I have always said they needed a playoff and then, you know, they finally got the playoff. But I, I said from the beginning of wanting a playoff that they also needed eight teams because I think eight is your perfect number. Like it, there's just something about the eight teams where, like I said, if it lines up with the five conference champions and then the the three at large, where you really don't have that much to like argue about at the end there. I mean, you can argue those last couple, and but it'll just be like tough shit. I mean, yeah, you couldn't finish in those top eight, and and really what it boils down to is you didn't win it. You didn't win your division. So well, that's the thing. That's it, your it problem. Wouldn't, it wouldn't even be top eight. It would be. The conference champions. Yes. So that's that's not necessarily top eight. Like look at look at the ACC right now. Currently, that would that could be Clemson versus Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech could pull an upset there and take the ACC spot in the playoffs. So Clemson, who is in that top four, would then be like fighting for an at large bid. Well, so that's that, but that's fine. That's I'm okay with that. Yes. I, I don't have a problem with that scenario. I I'm love just that idea. It wouldn't be like the. Just top the top eight. eight. Yeah, no, I understand. So it, it gives even more of, all right, well, maybe there isn't that big of a discrepancy for those, like, 
two and three lost teams because they might not even be playing in their conference championship. Exactly. So then the Clemsons of the world that lose in a, a conference championship, it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, they would be the at-large team. Yeah. Well, and it, I would say it's just like it incentivizes you to keep playing, keep doing everything you can to say, hey, you know, we we don't have much of a chance of an at-large bid, but if we can win this conference, find some way to get to that conference game and pull an upset, have a great day, do whatever, then it, it, you know it makes it so that all of those teams in that conference at least have that hope. Yeah, to a certain point in the season, obviously. My my whole reason for not wanting to go to the playoffs was I thought teams were going to tank their out of conference schedule. I thought it was going to be we're going to play a shitty out of conference schedule. Yeah. because we want nothing but an undefeated season, so that at the end of the year we're in the top four. But teams haven't done that. Teams have stepped up and have. Produced really good, better schedule. Yeah, it, they're great the out of conference games, and I think if you go to eight, they just get even better because then it's exactly. like these out of conference games. They're just exhibition games. They don't mean shit because we could lose three out of conference games and then win our division and end up playing for the the championship and get into the playoffs as our conference representative. But again, on the flip side of what you just said. Also, the, to, the incentive to have those games be of better competition would be, well, we could also, even if we lost all three of those games, they would at least be games that had good losses on them. Or yeah. if we win them, they would be, so then we'd be in consideration for the at-large bid. If something right. should happen and the conference title doesn't go our way or we don't make it there, we could at least make the argument, hey, we we tried our damnedest with yeah. the non-conference schedule. And, you know, the committee looks at that shit. Right, exactly. I, I, I'm with you. I Like I said, I was always a holdout, but I am with you now that I would say, let's do it. Let's go to eight. Yes. Fuck it. Absolutely. So before we move on from this, your last round of college football playoff picks, you had Ohio State, Clemson, Michigan, and Alabama as your top four. Any changes that you want to make, considering Ohio State and Michigan, one of those Aren't, teams yeah. is going to have two losses, yeah. so they're and not both the, getting in. One of them's not going to make it, and I got to say, at this point, it's not going to be Michigan. I think Ohio State is going Sorry, to find a way to get in there. Yeah, uh, so Alabama, Ohio State, I still think Clemson is going to find a way to hold everything off. It seems like they've been fighting uphill almost all year, um, so they're going to get in. <sighs> and then, you know what? It's crazy. I, I, I do think that Penn State or Wisconsin is going to find a way. Wow, okay. I I really do think that one of those two, whoever wins that conference championship is going to be the team that finds themselves in there. So what if... uh, Okay, well, with that being said, so your your picks then, if you've got Ohio State in there, Mm -hmm. if you're saying Ohio State's in... Then I guess one of them could make Then your other one would be Wisconsin, but that would mean Wisconsin would probably have to beat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. True. Or Wisconsin would have to beat Penn State and Ohio State would be able to get in without winning the Big Ten. <laughs> right. Anyway. We're just going to put you at Penn State and Wisconsin. As <laughs> Penn State slash Wisconsin as your fourth Yeah, pick. I'm only really confident that Alabama, Clemson, uh, and then um, one of, for sure, out of Ohio State, Penn State, and Wisconsin is definitely getting in. Like, the Big Ten is definitely the second-best conference. And I think it'll be Ohio State. Like, I just think that's how it falls. So I guess it means that Penn State or... Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin gets booted out, but I honestly don't know who that fourth team would be. And you know who that fourth like. team's going to be? I don't know. You're about to tell me, though. It's going to be Washington. I know they just sneak lost. Back in. They're. I mean, they're at six right now. They're at number six even after their loss. 
and they can still win out, beat Washington State, who's a ranked team, win the Pac-12 championship, and they're they're right back in it. Not they're right Washington back in at number State four. Beats them like I predicted. Well, but you also predicted it on the wrong week, so I think that's got an asterisk on it. <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> Whatever. So my picks for the uh, the playoffs were uh, <laughs> Alabama. Ohio State, Clemson, and Washington, and I'm going to keep those four. I think those four stay. That's still going to be my picks because I think Penn State is going to trip up. As bad as Michigan State has been this year, I think Michigan State knocks off Penn State, which opens up the door for Ohio State to get back in the Big Ten championship game, and then that's going to, with Michigan falling out, Louisville clearly losing tonight, Washington's right back in it. All righty, now that we've lost you, Tyson, because I know how much you hate college football talk, but... (laughs) One more college football story to get to. Uh, speaking of all this Penn State stuff, yes. DeAndre Levy <laughs> of once from Wisconsin now plays for the Detroit Lions. Uh, it recently came out that he says that his most memorable moment in college was, and I, I remember when Joe Paterno got his leg broken yeah. in a game. Didn't know who caused it. Didn't know who it was against. Now, I just remember him being up in the box for games. Like yeah, well, and I, up, when I remember upstairs. seeing the hit because it was one of those where he's standing stiff, guys come in, and your leg bends the opposite way. And then, yeah, <laughs> he was up in the box for the next two months or whatever. Yeah. But it turns out it was DeAndre Levy of Wisconsin who fell into him and says that's his most memorable college moment. Yeah. Quote, he loved breaking that dirtbag Joe Paterno's leg. Fantastic. <laughs> I got to tell you. Cheers to DeAndre Levy. Yes, that made me such a DeAndre Levy fan. I was yes. like, I hope you do excellent things in your career, my man. That's fucking great. Yeah, he's, he struggled <laughs> with injuries here the last year and a half or so. Uh, has he, But, he, I mean, when he plays, he's really good for yeah. the Lions. Yeah, and he's really good at breaking but I'll be rooting dirtbag for Joe Paterno's leg. Yes. <laughs> I will be rooting for him thanks to uh, those comments. That's, that's oh awesome. my God, that's so amazing. Like, to think about. Well, he also said, too, that, um, <clears throat> you know, people need to prioritize life over football. Which he's 100% right. Absolutely. Like, do you hear this story? Like, Baylor earlier this year, they. Yeah. Everybody needs to step back and realize, hey, it's, it's just fucking football. These people just get so caught up in the games that they forget that life matters first yeah I mean, exactly i get that it's your livelihood and you're passionate about it but man when these when these situations land on your doorstep you really got to take a step back and, yeah. and say all right this isn't important this is what's important right the, and these it, human beings are what's important it's totally fine we talked about it before it's totally fine to be like oh the the thing i liked fucked up like you're allowed to say that you're <laughs> yes. allowed to, that doesn't make you a bad person to say you know, I really like them, but that was fucked up that that happened. Like, Absolutely. just the only, ah, everything, everything in life, you could just be like, yeah, that sucked. You're allowed to say that. You're allowed to say, ah, <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. Ah, oh, our world would be so much better if people just acknowledged that the thing they care about fucked something up at some point in time. Notre Dame fucking covered up a rape. That's fucking shitty. That's terrible. And that really made me lose faith in the university that they're like, oh, we do the right thing. No, that made me realize, all right, you're just as scuzzy as every other college campus. Like yeah. you're everybody is a fucking cheater. You're worried about the you're worried about the press. Yeah. You're, you're worried about the headlines. You're worried about your morality. Right. But at the end of the day, you'll sweep it all under the rug. Yeah. To 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 keep your good name out there. So crazy. So crazy to me. And stop defending that bullshit, people. Just just own it when it happens. Just be like, well, that was fucked up. What wasn't fucked up, though, (laughs) 
My favorite story of the week? <laughs> yes, your favorite yes. story of the week. Uh, there was voting uh, recently. Uh, MLB has been doing their awards, and they announced the Cy Young Award winners last night. And Justin Verlander was not the AL Cy Young Award winner, even though he really should have been. Had the uh, the most first-place votes and still lost the, the award. To Rick Porcello. Yeah. <laughs> of the Boston Red Sox, in case you didn't know. By the way, those two used to be teammates with the Tigers. Oh. Uh. So, kind of it. And, to go a little bit deeper, Max Scherzer of the Nationals now won the Cy Young in the National League. Also a teammate on the Tigers team. Wow. So, you, that had, a, hurts. you had a three-way thing here of former teammates all on the same pitching staff at one point wow one trumps the one <laughs> uh, off some weird math i don't get it and then I, obviously the other one had nothing to do with it but it's just kind of funny that yeah all that three they were all tie in, in this picture well somebody was not happy about this this <laughs> voting and that somebody was kate upton stand by yo man <laughs> now we talked just last week about <laughs> Wives, girlfriends, maybe toning it down a little bit on Twitter when things don't go your way. Like but in this case, <laughs> I got no beef with this. This is this is the exception to the rule. Kate Upton went crazy last night, just tweeting at Major League Baseball, making fun of the writers. I mean, she was pissed. My favorite tweet that she had was, hey, at MLB, I thought I was the only person allowed to fuck at Justin Verlander. <laughs> that shit's priceless. That is priceless. I know Verlander's gotten some shit like he, when all those pictures leaked. That oh, yeah, where, the nude photos. Yeah, where yeah, he was like showing of the two it. of them. Yeah. yeah, and he was in compromising poses. Yeah, I'm sure he got a lot of shit, but then when you see stuff like that, you're like, nah, man, I'd do it too. I would... I'd be just as weird. Well, no. The funniest part is, to me, is that Justin Verlander's taking no heat. But he probably was sitting there just as pissed. Oh, yeah. Just as fired up. Absolutely. And was probably saying all this stuff. And it's like, if he comes out and says those things, everybody's like, oh, man, what a whiny little bitch. And, you know, just, you know, it's just an award or whatever. Right. You know, who cares? But if your girl says it. Hey, yeah. hey, you know, she's her own person. I, I, I'm yeah. not going to control what she does. She can I say whatever. Her. She's yeah. an adult. It's it's 2016. Women have all the rights, man. <laughs> she can do whatever she wants. I mean, I'm not going to stop her and she's just speaking her mind. I, that wasn't how I felt. I mean, you know, I, I trust the process. I understand, you know, hey, some guys got different opinions. But if that's how she felt. I'm not going to stop her from putting it out there all the while, knowing damn well. He's yeah. Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> you Get him. Right, baby. You, Get know she, you know she was like, can I send this one? Yep, send it. Send. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, though. I love it, though. I mean, you know, because, yeah, we, we usually the cases where it's like they're stepping, they're overstepping these boundaries. And I imagine that they didn't say anything because we always hear the stories. It's like, well, like last week with the Sherman thing. She's sitting at home. Right. Dan and Carpenter not, has no idea yeah, what's no going on. Yeah. She tweets that out, and it's like he has no chance to say, oh, yeah, no, please don't do that. Right, right. In this case, even if Justin was uh, across the country or on the other side of the world and she tweeted that, I was like, yeah, thanks, boo. Appreciate that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like we've We talked about two specific instances. Getting that notification is like, yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's like, that's the best mention I got all day. All that's day. Great. 
but like we talked about, so yeah, the Dan Carpenter thing, that was, uh, sure, you can argue that the hit was, was rough and you know, whatever. Um, I guess there's an element of that, like being angry that the call wasn't made. But like Steph Curry's wife, she was like bitching that it was fixed. It's like you it's not fixed. You know it's not fixed. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't make that claim. This one right here is, is she's got a legit point. Yeah. Verlander led game started. He led K's. He led uh batting average against. He led number of innings pitched. He led the made up stat of war. Like he's got all of these stats that he I'm gonna put it simply, he was the Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. <laughs> and he had the most first place votes. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. Uh so Kate Upton. <laughs> Good work. How about this one? Sorry, Rick, but you didn't get any first place votes. You didn't win. Hashtag by Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, good stuff. Then she told uh, MLB, keep up with the times and fire those writers. I don't know if she understands how the baseball writers work, but that's all right. I'll give her credit for the first part of it. I'm tweet. ignoring that part of it, yeah. <laughs> she she nailed everything else, though. <laughs> Kate, you do you. Oh, man, that's so funny. Can we get another like, cat stacks dance, though? Can we cat daddy. Cat daddy. That's oh, <laughs> yeah, the, the cat daddy dance. Can, can we get another release of that? <laughs> I was like, shit, did I miss a sound cue here? What happened? No, 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 no. no. I just like uh just throwing that out there, Kate. I mean, no. Just... While you're protesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh so Kate is beefing with MLB. We got another beef that that is brewed. Some hot Kobe beef in this in the sports world this week. I didn't realize that Kevin Durant and Drake had a beef. Did you know that they had a beef? Nah, I thought they were boys because everybody's boys these days. Like, who's actually beefing these days? Like, legitimately, we we talk about, uh, you know, how guys are too friendly now with one another on their own teams. You know guys that have nothing to do with, you know, rappers want to be athletes and athletes want to be rappers. So I just assume everybody's cool and everybody's, you know, hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Drake even brought Durant out to a concert recently or some shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And you know what? This whole story, like going through all this, maybe this is all kind of bullshit. Uh, and maybe this is all just played up in a joke. I don't care. The it, quote is. Good I enough. want to believe that this is 100 percent real and that they that they are beefing. But what happened was Golden State was playing Toronto. Toronto was doing Drake Night, which is stupid. That's fucking dumb, right? He's, but like, he's their ambassador of basketball uh, anyway, yeah. which is a stupid bullshit made up title for. This fucking super fan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, really dumb. But during a post-game interview, Drake bumped Kevin Durant walking past him. Uh, Kevin Durant <laughs> stared at him like he was going to murder his children. Uh, it was epic. Awesome. And then they busted out this gem. And uh, this was Drake Knight here, and uh, he's the one who just interrupted us. What, give me a taste of what the uh, trash talk was like, what the... Uh you know, what the interaction is like with your, your buddy there. Oh, you have a damn about no damn Drake Knight? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Hold on. Play that back. <laughs> and uh, this was Drake Knight here, and uh, he's the one who just interrupted us. What, give me a taste of what the uh, trash talk was like, what the, uh, you know, what the interaction is like with your, your buddy there. Oh, you have a damn about no damn Drake Knight? <laughs> <laughs> so sincere. Oh, and the best part is nobody should give a damn about no Drake night. Like if you're coming to an NBA game, you have no business to think or or care 
if you know going in, I'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Because I hope that Toronto's not promoting that too heavily. Right. How many it has fans? Nothing to do with basketball. How many fans are like, oh, you know, I don't want to go see the Raptors play. Oh shit, it's, it's Drake, Drake night. night. We gotta go tonight. It's Drake night. And what do you get? What 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 makes it Drake night? Do you get like a a, a do you get a free bib to cry on? <laughs> I mean, do. You, do does a girl scorn you right at the gates and not call you back? I don't know. Like what? What? What is free? What? What goes on on Drake night that makes it any different than any other night? They just play a lot of Drake. You music. get a free shitty CD. No, it's literally. It's probably literally just like in commercial breaks and stuff. They play Drake music. That's, I feel like they do that at Toronto it. games any damn way. <laughs> They're like, look at it, it's our own. I'm sure they bust out like Celine Dion or Michael Bolton or something too. Like they they honor Play Jim Carrey clips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we love our own Canada. Woo! <laughs> oh, I just had an awesome image of like Jim Carrey as the mask coming out for like Jim Carrey night. Yeah, right. <laughs> They don't have a Mike Myers night or Austin <laughs> no, Powers. He like, fucking is at the hockey. He's he doesn't pay attention to the rap. Yeah, he no, give a but shit. the whole thing is just so stupid that they <laughs> would have a Drake night. It's so dumb. But I just love the fact that uh, KD. I don't give a damn about no damn Drake night. <laughs> <laughs> Hats off to you, KD. We don't give a damn about no Drake night either, or damn about Drake. I just, so good. I just snorted, man. I laughed so hard I snorted at that. <laughs> That's weird. That's been happening to me a lot this week. I don't know why. I've just been snorting. It's been a funny week. I guess so. <laughs> uh, you know it's not been funny? The Red Wings. Uh, or oh. the Avalanche, for that matter. No. Both Hockey, our teams. Hockey's been rough for us this year. No. We we hitched our wagons to the wrong train here because they, they are not good. Uh, the Red Wings are a game under 500 currently. Uh, they got, what, like 17 points, I think. Um, Avalanche are also 7-8, and eight, although they're playing right now. Uh, can't remember who they're playing against. Oh, Anaheim. They're playing Anaheim right now. Not sure what the score is since we started recording. But yeah. it being at Anaheim, they might not have even started yet. Very possible. Uh, we can check that for you. No worries about that. Uh, where are they? Where do they stand currently? 7-8 uh, and eight coming into the game. Okay. And that's just kind of middle of the road. Like they can't beat good teams. <laughs> they, you know, look good against the lesser teams. But you know, pretty much what your five hundred team, yeah. you would expect. They're just middle of the road. They're playing Dallas tonight. Oh, <laughs> they're shit. playing your name here. <laughs> oh, damn, they're <laughs> playing fan. Dallas. Oh, that's shit. why that fan oh, got must, those jerseys. Their last game must again against. <laughs> and I, I hope that dude's in attendance. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, they are losing right now, three to two in Aww. the third. Uh, but a lot of time left. There's still uh, like 15 minutes to go in that game. So who knows? You could, you could. Get I want a your game name here there. to call in. <laughs> Can we get your name here on the show? Uh, yeah, the Red Wings, man, they're they're struggling. Uh, eight and nine, one of those uh, eight, eight and one. Excuse me, 17 points in the division. But they're like bottom feeders and they got a rough stretch coming up here. Like they play the Capitals tomorrow. Mm. So that's probably a loss. Um, they got Calvary next week. Uh, I said Calvary, Calvary or I'm Calgary. Fucking, I'm drunk. <laughs> it's Calgary. Uh, <laughs> Calvary. Uh, edit this part. Out. No, I wouldn't do that. Calgary uh, next week and then uh, Buffalo. So Vilnev, we're coming for you, man. We're, we're coming for you. <laughs> But that's going to lead us to this week's burn of the week. Now, oh. be, before we get to the burn of the week, 
we did have some honorable mentions. We did this week. Uh, there With, were a, Jim. Here comes your participation, Raven. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was coming. That's right, Jim. He is all about exposing us to to hockey. Like he, he, he sends us clip on Facebook. <laughs> he tags us every day with a new hockey clip, and I'm like, I, yeah, that's a that's a good one, man. Like I don't really <laughs> know what to say except thanks, man. I appreciate you showing me good hockey. Well, and I do recognize that the clips are all good, but then yeah, then. I tried to comment on you it. You tried to you tried to like show your your newfound hockey knowledge. This motherfucker right here. <laughs> so Scott says, "I'm going to read yours and then you read Jim's uh, response." Fair enough. So Scott says, "LMAO, the announcer. I didn't see that one coming. Yet neither did the goalminder or any of the defensemen. Love goals off the faceoffs. That was your quote." Yeah, and then Jim comes back with goalminder Scott. It's either goaltender or tender for short, or netminder. If you're 65 plus <laughs> color commentator, goalminder. Now you're just making shit up. <laughs> so that's a good. That's a good entry. That's an honorable mention for the burn. My favorite part of that though is that he goes on to say. Does this get me on burn of the week, or does that specifically have to be in reference to Mike? So he kind of burned us both in the same shit, which actually maybe should have got him in. And as I'm saying this, Jim just tagged me in a post. I don't nice. even know what this is. Oh, Hold tagged on. me too. Yep. I'm oh, in he tags us in a post. If this is him tagging us in a hockey post while we're talking about no, this. No, is, this is Conor McGregor uh, oh. and, and Eddie Alvarez. Um, all right, so... That was Not going as, to be. I thought it was going to be awesome if it was a hockey post. I, I was going to lose my shit if he tagged us in a hockey post while we're talking about it. Uh, the other honorable mention. So we're sitting here, and former guest on the show, my buddy Glenn, said he he's a Panthers fan, and the Panthers are playing on Thursday night football tonight. And I didn't see shit from it. I had no idea what was going on. But he texted me and said, "The one week I don't start my defense, they look pretty good as of right now." Shaking my head, feel like Mike Burlon right now. <laughs> So just straight shitting on Mike <laughs> and his lack of being able to pick anything. That's and so good, Glenn. That's having so shit good. backfire on him. So those are two, two really good entries for two Burn of the great Week. Great burns, but but did not meet the uh the burn of the week coming to us from John in Detroit. Now, and this was what on Saturday or Sunday? This was this Saturday. We hadn't even yeah. released the new episode yet, and, and this one came through and John came tweeted, in hot. He tweeted uh, He tweeted at us with a video. Which so, went the extra mile with the video. The burn yeah. of the week wasn't in text or right. verbal. He, it he videoed a it. Video. Uh, so we've got the audio from from that video. God damn, this was good. Wait, should we set, set up what, what's happening in this video? Or does he... He do sets it, it up. He okay, sets all right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. John's burn of the week. My wife just got me this Google Home device for my birthday this week. And it's actually a lot smarter than I thought it was. Okay, Google. Why are the Red Wings losing? Because Mike Burnham jinxed them. What a tool. (laughs) Burn! (laughs) Holy shit. My dude trained an electronic to talk shit to me. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. What a tool. Such a good burn. Um, So yeah, John's Google Home now. (laughs) And the best part about that is he can ask that whenever he wants, and it's always going to give him that answer. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so John to take gets, the time to put in to do that. Yeah, 
and you didn't even hear the first time with what a tool you were laughing too hard yeah, at because the, the Mike Furlong jinxed him. <laughs> the first time I watched it, I lost it when I heard her say Mike because Mike Furlong jinxed him. I thought that was it. I just started laughing, and it wasn't until tonight when you played it again before the show that I heard the. <laughs> What a tool. <laughs> oh, and it, it had an extra layer of hilariousness to it. Here's the best part for me. So you are I, a tool? So, Well, besides that. Oh. So I get that tweet. I laugh my ass off. My wife goes, what is so funny? And I was like, you got to hear this. John just sent this video. <laughs> Listen how great of a burn this is. I play the video for her, and she goes, does Google really say that? <laughs> And then asked her phone to verify like she was checking to see. Oh, damn. <laughs> but yeah, totally got me on that one, John. Best burn. Oh, that was so good. Well done, man. Yeah, Congratulations and, and see, on the burn of the week. That's what you guys need to do. I, I mean, I'm not saying that we need a video every week, but man, you can guarantee. You can guarantee you're going to get some play and get strong consideration. That was if you hot come with the video. fire. Oh, <laughs> I mean, seriously, I think I tweeted you immediately. I was like, all right, well, well this is done for yep, the week. Yep. We, we've got our burn. <laughs> it's Saturday. Here we are. It was so good. So submit your uh, your burns uh, burn of the week. You can tweet at us. You can send us Facebook messages, text us, whatever. Uh, get your burns in, and you can be featured on next week's show. If you want to start, you can start by burning me over my terrible picks again last week. Uh, we'll get into Miss Cleo here. So last week, I had UCF over University of Cincinnati, which was a win. And then I picked Carolina over Kansas City, and I lost that game. <laughs> The shitty part was Carolina was leading like all of that game. They had that wrapped up. I was and I was like, great, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, here we go, about to go two and zero again. And oh. now Mike's excuses Boom. of the week. Ah, fuck you, man. <laughs> uh, Scott had Washington State over Cal, which was a win, and then he had Tampa Bay over Chicago, another win. So the rankings now, the standings are at uh, I am eleven nine. And Scott is pulling away 16 and four, a commanding <laughs> five game lead at this point. I'm four times as good as myself. I'm so fucked. <laughs> I'm so fucked. Like normally I'd be like, ah, oh, 11 and nine. I'm, I'm picking more than 50% of the games, right? I'm cool with that. But that you, would actually be pretty good. You don't lose. I don't fucking get it. The funniest part is, when we, when I usually do picks, whenever I've done, and usually I just do straight NFL picks. Whenever I do NFL picks, and you look at it, out of those four, I think it's two and two. Like I think I got two college ones wrong and two. I, I don't know. We have to go back and check. I have no idea. But either way, I'm usually terrible in making NFL picks. Like just God. That's because the NFL is so random. Like anything can happen. At least college, it's but, like oh, there, we got a good idea how this could go down. Yeah, but even still, that's what. Even I'm picking an NFL game a week, and I've still had how many weeks where I nailed I know. both games? You're fucking killing it, man, and it's bullshit, and I hate it. Um, yeah, well, but whatever. Get these, on my level. These are the the terms I've agreed to, so Scott is already prepping the want ad that he's going to be <laughs> writing for me. You're going to have to – maybe next week let's give a little taste of what you have so far on that one. We'll just see where you're at. Like just a little glimpse into like a sentence or two of what's going to be in that want ad. We'll see if we have time. <laughs> I don't know if I want to give out my That means uh, you haven't started shit yet You haven't done shit on it Busted <laughs> I don't need to I got all the time in the world playing. 
All right, well, let's get into our picks for this week uh, in Miss Cleo's football picks. I guess I got to go first again because uh, I lost. They're used to that by now. But here's what uh, I'm going to fuck up the whole game right here, man. You would. I am going to put shit on its head because it is time to double down. I'm going all in. Name a poker term. I'm using it. This is the week that's going to happen. I am looking into the crystal ball to see what games you're picking. (laughs) And I'm going to pick the opposite team because at this point, that's the only way I'm going to catch up. Okay. Now, question is. How many more weeks do we have of this total? Because even if you got all of them right, opposite of me, do you are there enough to make back up? Yeah, there's got to be enough. Ground? There's got to be enough to make up because you figure even if we go through the Super Bowl or through the well, yeah, but the NCAA, about, well, like, are, okay, are the we NCAA championship. Yeah, we can pick bowl games okay, during that right, time. Yeah, and, all right, so there's there's a lot of time. I mean, we've got a lot okay, of time. Okay, that's fine. Because I was back. sitting there thinking, like, well, when the regular season of college ends, then we're only picking one a week in right NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's only that's one game. Like, I'm like, how much more if we were just going regular? But then season, we can pick. If we're yeah. Going, we got it all the way, and you're trying well, to find a way to catch back up. That's right. what it is. Yes, I'm trying to find. We're <laughs> we'll going. stretch this bitch out through arena football if <laughs> I know, have to. You know when you'd be playing like paper scissors rock, you're like, all right, best two out of three, and then you lose, you'd be like, best three out of five. <laughs> that's what I'm doing right best now. With this. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, we're going into like we're going into hockey season two. We're fucking we're, we're gonna switch picks. No, this is uh yeah. I say we go until I get one up on you. We're not. <laughs> then it's over. Yeah. Once I once I have a lead, that's when it stops. Um, no, but yeah, we'll just go maybe until the Super Bowl or something, or or until I don't know, at least until the BC or the college football championship game. Fair enough. All right, we'll figure that out. Uh, but I looked into the crystal ball and I saw that you are uh, you've got LSU and Florida in your your picks, and uh, Miss Cleo is telling me that she's going to have you go with LSU. So I am picking the Gators in that game. Gators over LSU. Who you got? I'm going to take the Tigers. <laughs> Ed Ogeron has uh, got the boys planned. And, uh, I mean, look, we when you said something about picking the same team, <laughs> I thought, and you mentioned right off the bat, hey, now if you're an asshole and you pick Alabama uh, up against a D2 school, right. well, I'm not going to take the I'm opposite gonna of dumb. that. Yeah. So I did try to find matchups. You found that a were, very good, yeah. Yeah, that were relatively yeah. fair. They're, but I'm also thinking I should slightly get the advantage. So I am taking... LSU at home, 16th rank, over 21 rank Gators, but it's the SEC. Yep, anything can happen. And again, (laughs) that's why I picked it because I'm like, well, let me let's make this a challenge. Let's not just you know be a dick and pick something (laughs) real obvious, Uh, you know, because that does that defeats the purpose. Right. So I I am going to take LSU this week. All right, Um, I'm going Florida. Chomp, chomp, Tim Tebow, come on back. Let's get now, if Tim Tebow shows up, if he comes up, if he comes running down the ramp and interfering in the match, then all bets are off. I just I'll want him. You. I just want him to give a halftime pep talk or some shit. Like, no, fire if Tim Tebow up. is in the state of Louisiana, then bets off. That's why I'm surprised you're you're picking LSU. He's the Jesus that you find in yeah, the cake. Exactly. <laughs> so no, if he shows up, if we find out anything about him being there, if he's commentating the game, fuck that. <laughs> This game will be voided. <laughs> oh, but awesome. anyway, uh, I'm picking LSU to win mm, 900 to 50. Oh, I'm going to go with uh, Florida over LSU 3 to 2. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. 
Uh, why don't you go ahead and go first for the NFL, just because everybody knows now I'm just picking the opposite team. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, this week we've got the uh, racial slurs versus the Packers. <laughs> and I'm going to take the Packers. <laughs> the, the Packers are the road team in this game, traveling to Washington to take on the Rachel Slayers, and I will take the Packers in that one. The Packers are going to win 34 to 15. <laughs> what? What's so funny? You made it. You made it where I now have to pick the racial slurs. Oh, that's did I? <laughs> Oops. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. What a dick move. <laughs> that's you couldn't have said. I'm going to go with Green Bay over Washington. No, you had to set it nope. up that way Yep. so that I look like a racist dickhead. For <laughs> Well, aren't you? What, what team are you supporting this week? Well, I am going to pick um, the, the, the Washington. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Washington team uh, oh, in this one. The Washington team? Are they the Dan yeah. Snyders? Uh, sure. Yeah, we're going to go with uh, oh. We're going to go with the fighting Trumps in this one. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Washington over Green Bay by a score of 57 to 56 and a half. Now, we got a special request this week, and since we're doubling down on these picks, and technically there's two less picks, I'm giving it a bonus pick this week. You are. I am giving a bonus pick. The uh, Patriots play by 49ers this week. Oh, okay. And in a first on the show, as by request, the final score in this one will be Patriots 40. 49ers negative two. <laughs> That's right. They will score negative points. They they will be so terrible they will have to give two points back. They suck that bad. Are we counting that as an actual pick here? Do I have to pick a third game now? No. Okay, good. I just Tyson had said something about doing negative scores. Oh, nice. And I thought and when he said it, I was like, Oh, I was actually going to pick uh, as a bonus pick, I was going to pick the Niners <laughs> to get destroyed by the Patriots. Because I saw a funny it made me laugh, and I retweeted it. That, that, like all the Niners people I follow, one of the writers is like, "Oh, Niners don't have to worry about Gronk this week because he's injured or some yeah. shit." And I retweeted, it's like, "Ha ha ha ha!" Brady, Belichick, all of them could stay home, and the Niners but, would still lose the game. But they don't have to worry about Gronk. Yeah, so that's well, a plus. Cool. Like <laughs> now, somebody else scores all the touchdowns. I don't have to be <laughs> extra mad when some. Big doofy white asshole Gronk spikes it in the end zone. Cool. Just throw a dildo at him; it'll all be good. <laughs> so to recap, no, I need it for your beer. <laughs> to recap, next week I have Florida over LSU. Scott has LSU over Florida, and then I have Washington over Green Bay. That's right, Washington over Green Bay. The racial slurs over the Packers, Scott. and Scott has the Packers over the racial slurs. <laughs> yep. Finish it up there for you. You couldn't seem to get through it, so I got you back. No problem. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Anytime, teammates. Super nice of you to do that to me, um, dude. This we have fucking hit on so much this show. I feel like no topic was more than thirty seconds. Like uh, that's fine though. It was jam packed, but everything through this show, everything got it's just stews. Yeah, I don't think sure anything did. got shortchanged. It sure did. So we're at the point of the show now where uh, consume uh, beers are, are coming up. Before we get to that, uh... finish it. <laughs> no, don't, don't. That's gonna burn the fuck out of your mouth. <laughs> That's true. This would not be a good one. To I chug. took a few like big sips and was like, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. there's a couple times if you listen back, not that you're going to, but I coughed. 
It wasn't because I have a cough. It it's was the legitimately yeah. the beer hit the back of my throat. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, there's been quite a few instances. The of that chili for me too. Yeah, lot of lot of flavor in that chili. Uh, but we are going to get into Consumer Can It. Uh, Consumer Can It, as always, brought to you by FireFan. Get ready to raise your game because watching sports will never be the same. Introducing FireFan. It's a game changer. Finally, a free sports app that puts you into the game. You guess the plays, you predict the action all in real time while you watch and compete against sports heroes, celebrities, friends, family, or other diehard fans. The more you call it, the more points you get. You can even earn loyalty rewards just for playing the game. Don't miss the hottest app of the year, FireFan. Ignite your passion. Pre-register today and be one of the first ones notified when the free FireFan app is ready to be downloaded. Go on over to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click on the FireFan sign-up app link in the menu, and you can start whooping Mike's ass at those picks. That app launches Monday. So if, as you're listening to this show, the 21st, that app is going to go live. Just go download it. Go to our no, go to our website oh, and, and get the yes. link uh, because we are going to get some some credit for signing you up, and that's what you know. That's where we get some benefits here. So you're going to get a free app that lets you talk shit, make plays, have fun. You can win prizes. Think of the burns of the week we can get from. That. Oh my god, it's going to be so good! <laughs> Please go download that app. Uh, register for it if it's not the 21st yet. After that, go to our website, download that app. We're going to set up tournaments. Uh, you can talk shit directly to us live on Sundays. I have a feeling that's when on. my picks are going to go to shit all of a sudden. Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to be so mad if we get on there and all of a sudden things get flipped. <laughs> I can't pick right for shit and on I anything. I am going to love it. Oh, I've been waiting for that day. I've been fucking waiting for it. Uh, but everybody in this episode has been waiting for what we think of this beer. I, I, I think they probably already they know. Probably, they probably know. Yeah. Uh, it's a formality at this point, but Scott... Mortal Kombat, uh, Imperial Stout, the Scorpion, consume it or can it? Three for three, Mortal Kombat series X series of beers. This beer nails it again. I, I that's all I can say is consume it. That there's nothing that you need to know other than every single one of these Mortal Kombat beers was better than we thought going in. There's no gimmicks, and we talked about it prior to the show is that. We hope that people go out and support this beer so that they don't stop producing it. Or, you know, maybe it was only a once-off thing and it was never meant to be produced long-term. But go out and buy it before they stop producing it. And if they keep producing it, make sure you grab some whenever you see it. Because all three of them, delicious. Dude, I'm with you. So fucking good. Such a good beer. This one is handily a consume. Yes. I knew it from the first sip. I was like, this is this is such a good beer. And I said it earlier, this had the potential to be one of my favorite beers on the show. It is definitely one of my favorite beers that we've done. Like this is this is up there. I was trying to look through the list. I can't find a beer that I would put above this one on this show. Yeah, no, and out of the out of the three Okay, how would you rank the three Mortal Kombat beers. I would put this one at number one. Okay. Uh, I would put Raiden at number two, and then I'd put Sub-Zero at number three, but with an asterisk in that I'm not as big of an IPA fan, and I could totally see that being flipped. So one would be this beer, the Scorpion beer, 2A Raiden, 2B Sub-Zero. <laughs> funny that you did the a and b and i was going to say oh i'm gonna cop out well because what i was going to say <laughs> is i would rate this one a raiden one b and then uh sub-zero as three and that's not to say that i'm in the same boat as you i'm just not a big ipa fan so yeah. it's automatically going to be number three but between this and the raiden one i don't know and it would de- it would really depend on my mood 
Right. Because right. the Raiden one is a lot lighter, a lot just, you know, it's it's got that just chill, laid-back flavor. Whereas this, this is, to me, the stout, the winter beer. You know, it's it's much more heartier. And it's got the flavor profile that just yeah. knocks you out. I would say that out of the three beers, I could see myself having more than one bomber of the Sub-Zero. I could see myself having more than one bomber of the Raiden. I get this yes. one's a one bomber and I'm out. Yes, like, no, 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 no. This is very, it's very good, but it's, it's very heavy on everything it's got yeah. going on. So yeah, there wouldn't be more than one of these in a night. That's for sure. But I will say, I don't need a fucking, I don't need something in my beer to keep it cool for an hour. I'm gonna get it done within an hour. <laughs> That's uh, for sure. <laughs> I will get the bomber done within an hour. So I don't need any fucking bullshit in my beer. Uh, but yes. Consume the shit out of this beer. Uh, let's do. We haven't done a, a topic in a while. Consume it or can it? Kate Upton is the best uh, wife, girlfriend of um, a professional athlete ever. Consume it or can it? Consume, but she's a future wife because they're fiancés. So. Eh, close enough. It still counts. <laughs> no, I know, but yeah. Anyway, definitely. <laughs> Kate Upton is ride or die. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love what she did. And anytime you know the females of the athletes out there want to do something like that you go on ahead and do it <laughs> like i said stand by yo man <laughs> i'll consume it too just because it's kate upton good lord this has been consumer can it brought to you by Firefan. please go download that app go to our website check it out real easy to do you're gonna love the app it's it's so much fun uh and you're gonna get to talk shit to us and pick games and if you download it download it like get a friend to sign up too the more people that are doing this, the better. That's going to make it more interesting and more Yeah, fun. definitely the bigger group we have, the better. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. So you download it. Your wife, your husband, whatever. Make them download it, too. Get your friends to, to go on the website and Get your personal it. Kate Upton to download it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, oh, wait. We had, we had a double consume on that one. We did. Scorpion wins. Flawless victory. <laughs> And to the For, to the entire Mortal yes. Kombat series, flawless yes. victory. Yes, such good beers. Uh, Sound Brewery, well That's fucking done. Do. Holy shit! I remember when we when we first reported on these beers, I was excited, but I was like, "Meh." I we'll didn't see. know that we would ever get to try them, yeah. let alone be this pleased with all of them. Oh, they're so good. They're Delicious. all so good, and this makes me want to go play Mortal Kombat so bad. Absolutely. The last three weeks I've been like, where can I get a Sega emulator to go play <laughs> Mortal Kombat? That's all I want to do anymore. Uh, so yeah, this has been another episode of Craft Brood Sports. Brooke, you were wrong. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> totally wrong. I, I was so confused for a second and then it clicked. And I was like, oh, that's right. Somebody told us this beer wasn't good. Yeah, you were wrong, Brooke. You were dead wrong. <laughs> you were dead wrong. This is a great beer. Uh, this has been Craft Root Sports. Thank you guys for listening in. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Tweet at us, Facebook us, whatever. Get, get those your, burns of the yeah, week in. Get the burns in. We love to hear them. We'll feature you on the show. Even if you're not the burn of the week, we might talk about it. It'll still be a good time. We're going to laugh at ourselves. Could get a participation ribbon like Jim. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Craft Root Sports. Cheers, everybody. We out. I don't give a damn about no damn Drake Knight.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 